Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for joining me again today. I, if you were with me yesterday, you know I had Pastor T.J. Samuelo, my associate, with me as we were talking about a message that he shared, and he is back with me today. So, T.J., again, thank you for being here. Glad to be back. Yeah, and we kind of got a little bit frustrated yesterday. You wouldn't have maybe known where you're at because we couldn't see the bars going as we were doing our show, and so we didn't know if it got recorded or not. So if you look back and think about yesterday and wonder if we were tentative, we probably were because we were like, (laughs) I wonder if this is really happening. But anyway, it looks like it's happening, so we're going to continue on. We talked about facing the storms of life, talked about Isaiah 25.4 and some different passages of scriptures. You know, and Paul dealt with physical storms and spiritual storms. We find in Acts 27, uh, 21 through 25. In fact, let me read this to you. It says, After they'd gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sell uh, from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves the damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep your courage because not only, excuse me, not one of you will be lost. Only this ship will be destroyed. Uh, last night, an angel of the Lord, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all you sail with. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. People, that's exactly what happens in life. When we have problems and we need uh, we need faith, we got to trust in God. Deuteronomy 31.6 said, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you, as we had mentioned yesterday. And so God's promises never fail. You know, and the idea is we need to use the storms of life to benefit others. I, yesterday, TJ shared a story with you, which is a cute story, but it, it was cute at the time. And it probably wasn't cute at the time that he was going through this uh, being accused like the O.J. guy on the freeway. That's why when he told me this story, I thought about all these uh, police <laughs> chasing him down. And uh, uh, innocently, uh, he was an innocent victim. But uh, there's lives and there's storms that we go through. And we have to realize that God is our strength. He is our safety net. You know, and, and T.J., you know, you've been in uh, ministry a number of years and you've taught in uh, Christian school. And, of course, you've taught sports and you as an athlete, a college athlete, in fact, a three-sport athlete. You you played with basketball, soccer, and track, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you, of course, there's got to be some uh, things about in our life. We try to get better at things, and we try to be grow close to the Lord. In your track, you were a decathlete? Yes. Did I say that right? Yeah, decathlete. And so, what you, and so um, that includes how many sports? I mean, how many uh, events? So 10, DECA, so decathlete. And so you have uh, throwing events are shot, disc, javelin. Uh, jumping events are the pole vault, long jump, and high jump. And then the running events are the 110 high hurdles, uh, the 400, the 1500. Um, and it's like... A really great time. <laughs> so well, it sounds like a tiring time. Yeah, it's split over two days, so it's not uh, you know the ten events, five on each day. So. Which one? Uh, just randomly, which one did you uh, dislike the most? I mean, didn't would rather not have done if you had your choice. Um, I mean, the fifteen hundred at that point, I wasn't much of a distance runner. Uh, I was a hurdler, high jumper coming out of high school. 
Um, so it was pretty easy on the technical one. The one that I was kind of a little leery of but ended up enjoying was uh, pole vaulting. Once you really get good at that and getting inverted on a pole, uh, there's not much of a feeling like that. Once you get 15 feet up in the air, that's that's pretty special. Yeah, that is amazing. I can't even believe that you did that. Not only that, you're not you're not a little guy. I mean, I don't know what you were then, but you're now you're you know six two, two hundred and five pound fella. Uh, what would what, you uh, participate at at that time? Uh, probably about close to the same, and then I'd put about fifteen to twenty pounds on when playing basketball because uh, I need a little bit more weight. Um, but it was hard to do that with those disciplines, like either getting yourself on the pole or. Um, what you compromised on the strength events, like for the shot put and raw strength, you lost in the open hundred, or the one ten hurdles, or the four hundred, or that aforementioned fifteen hundred. Well, and, and of course you train to get to there to be that and to be a, a good decathlete and to do college, uh, being a college decathlete, it's amazing. And yesterday you closed with we talked about the painting that you did in church as an illustration. I used to paints on on a swivelly thing that was going around. What was that thing called? Uh, Lazy Susan. Lazy, yeah, Lazy yeah. Susan. And you made some incredible paintings. But the paintings were beautiful. But you, you were squeezing out red for stress and fears and orange for mistakes and vulnerabilities, blue for spiritual issues you're dealing with, and yellow for emotional and physical and mental situations, and green for financial. And all of us, when we think of those things, I know when I heard that, immediately came to my mind with some of those things and some of the things I've dealt with uh, more than others and how that paint would be more visual in that picture. And, uh, and I, I don't know how you came up with that idea, but it was, it was certainly a great idea in, in, uh, in getting across the point that we all are going to encounter storms. Yeah. So just kind of going back up to the like 30,000 foot level and knowing that we look at those things as isolated storms that in the midst of it, that's all we can see. But that overall, back at the 30,000 level, or if you're God, which none of us are, but he can really utilize all those. He's in control. And that's kind of those verses that you alerted, alluded to was having that courage in the midst of those. And um, one of the points that you talked about uh, there was um, having not only for yourself, but to benefit others. And I think of those things. And storms, like I said, they could be multiple ones. Like uh, in college, you talked about, I had three surgical anchors put in my shoulder. And there was that first wave, which was the storm of getting the physical part through. But then there was that emotional part. Like even though I was healed and made whole, I had to physically trust myself to get back into getting up 15 feet in the air and trusting that that shoulder was going to hold up. And so there was an emotional side that far surpassed the physical healing part of it. And so we have those in our lives and stuff as well. But um, I talked about in that message, just, you know, really being there for our church family. And you alluded to Acts and a lot of those verses, and it's like they shared in those things that were common and they loved on one another. And so I encouraged our church family to not just be a group that says, hey, I'm praying for you, or like, a, you know, people will say, I just uh, hope God uses somebody else to answer this prayer through you. But to be there to, you know, sometimes we don't know why we go things through things, but might be for someone else and to love on them, to stop and have a conversation and actually pray for someone, not just say, hey, I, I hope that that gets better or praying that you're doing well. So encouraging and undergirding and helping through those because we all go through these storms. So you went back and pole vaulted after you had your shoulder surgery? Yeah. Yeah. And it took a while to trust it. I can't even imagine. 
to, to know that it was going to hold, that I wasn't going to end up, you know, falling from that height or those kind of things. I mean, in your mind, yeah, you have this whole, I knew because I did the work with the trainers that physically I was strong. I could do it. I could lift the things I could before. But mentally, I mean, like I wanted to put a helmet on. I wanted to do all sorts of <laughs> things, but it just wasn't going to help when you're that high in the air. But still, it just really, it did. It messed with me. So you did carry some fear with you when that came about. Yeah, until you get past it again, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, we have those parts in life where we get pushback and we kind of stall out. Until you can see the evidence and you see God move you through that to a new level, man, you can really kind of stall out there. And I think we do that in our faith until we break through with God. Yeah, we need a breakthrough. And folks, uh, each one of you deal with things in your life, whether it's the stress or fears of life and things you're going through or whether it's mistakes or vulnerabilities, things that you've you've just can't seem to get by, or your spiritual walk isn't where you believe it should be, where you know God would want it to be, or you're having some emotional problems or even mental problems that you just can't seem to, to get a handle on it, or your financial. I know a lot of people struggle with financial, financial issues. That's where we've got to, we've got to uh, allow God to be our tower of strength, to be there for us. In fact, Hebrews 4, 6 says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I don't know about you, TJ, but I, I, I think I do know about you too. I take that back. But in our lives, uh, to get strength and power you know, from God, we've got to call upon him. We've got to spend time with him. We've got to seek him and search him. I remember this morning, just in my prayer prayer time, I was, I was just praying and seeking God and asking him to help me and give me direction in my life, direction what the future looks like, what the church, uh, what we need to be doing at the church, how I could be a benefit to people, how I can help change lives around me. I mean, it's a, it's a constant battle. We are in a battle. Yeah. Know? Absolutely. and But the perspective in that is, is we are going to have those battles. We are going to have those. But referring back to like Paul had, and he had the great perspective of we may lose a few battles, but the war has already been won, and that's through Jesus. And so, like, we kind of have, a, you know, a, a go-to in the midst of that that we can cling to. That's that bit of courage as Christ is, you know, he's the grave has no more sting because of who he is. Yeah, the cross brought victory. Exactly. The resurrection brought victory. And, and one of my favorite hymns, and people in my church know this, is victory in Jesus because there is certainly victory when we put Jesus Christ first in our lives. And I'm telling you, folks, if, if you don't know the Lord or if you're struggling with something, I'm telling you, give him the storms of life. Give him the things you're dealing with. Allow him to work in your life because he wants to do great things. But you have to be willing. You have to be willing to let go and let the Lord. Because as Isaiah 25 says, we'll always face storms in our lives. As the Apostle Paul taught all through his books, uh, the importance of making it through. He says, I press on to the high calling. I move forward. I have not yet reached it. You know, if we think we've reached the pinnacle, we have it all together, then guess what? We probably for sure don't (laughs) because then we've lost uh, any kind of uh, being humble that he would want us to be. But we need to realize that, hey, I'm with you. I'm going to be. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to see you through some tough times. And he's seen us all through some tough times. And and of course, I've been. I'm 63 now and been through a few. And TJ's 37. Yeah. 37. And you're. You know. You you've been through a few and you got some more coming. I probably still have some more coming too. But all we can do is hold on. Well, T, guess what? It's already time to close again. It goes so fast, especially when there's two of you. It really goes fast. 
Yeah, great. Glad that we got a chance to come back, and I'm glad that we have a platform to continue to share with people. Yes, and we'll come uh, sometime. We'll come and do a whole week together just so we can get things out. Maybe bring old Maxiford back with us too. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, folks, go out and have a great day. Serve God with all you have, and realize He is there for you all through life. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.